Uh, so B. Yeah, what's up? Um, I was going through social media the other day and I came across these series of tweets and it said, black mothers be effing their kids up emotionally, physically, and mentally, but y'all only have smoke for y'all black daddy y'all ain't never met before. Your mama be having a new man playing your daddy every week, partying every weekend, and she's a recovering addict. But you gonna have, but you gonna hate the black man you ain't never met. I don't get it. It it just don't make sense to me. Y'all want to give black women hella compassion for being in abusive relationships, keeping y'all from y'all fathers, belittling y'all as kids. But black men can't get no compassion or understanding for anything, and they suppose. And and they supposed to know everything in life. I don't know. That on the end sounds kind of iffy, but... Yeah. Yeah, like, what do you think of that? I just think people take their own experiences and flip it as a fact. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is your one experience. And you may have friends who had similar experience, but it's not universal. Yeah. This is not the universal experience of black motherhood. Um... But again, I'm not black. I'm West Indies, so again, my experience is different. But I haven't had this experience that she's talking about. But I definitely, I don't know. She seems like she's very mad or upset because she says, she literally says black mothers F their kids up emotionally. I've seen that. Physically. Again, not in my own household. Physically and mentally. I've seen the way some of these black parents talk to their children. Yeah. You know, and... um. And just have dated a black person who, you know, their parents just spoke disgusting to them, literally. So it's like, I see the dynamic, but um, she, I guess she wants to hold women accountable, but we don't hold men accountable. I mean, I, I, kind, of under, I kind of agree with this statement. Um, and you said something about this is not the universal, you know, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's a difference between universal and common. Like, mm. this is common in my community, not the black community as a whole, but I'm talking about my small community because that's another conversation for another day. Because the people in the next borough, that's not my community. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> we may be black, we may share the same culture, we may share the same interests or whatever, but that's not my community. Like, that's not it. Yeah. So when I say community, I say, like, my friends and my family, my tight-knit area. And I've seen this scenario so many times play out where I've had male cousins who don't see their kids because the woman wants to keep the kid from them or whatever. I've been a school teacher and I've had instances where, you know, the mom will try to get sympathy, be like, I'm a single mom or I'm this and I'm that. And they're like, well, where's the dad? Oh, he's a deadbeat. No, that's not how. And, you know, this this series of tweets brought me back to that episode of Girlfriends. Which episode? Where Maya and Darnell had broken up and Maya got a new black girlfriend and she was like more of the hood type girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, that that girl, that woman was trying to like... Yes, I remember that episode. Okay. Yes, go okay. ahead. I just came back to you. <laughs> yes, because I had a lot to say. Her friend. She, she, she was <sighs> trying to get Maya to be miserable with her. Yes, I felt, yes. You know? 
And my and Joan was like, Maya, you have a good thing with Darnell. You're ruining it. And she was like, and Joan, shut up. Blah, 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 blah. And she had to see firsthand. Like, this woman was deliberately, intentionally keeping her kids from their father. For no reason. He popped up on her and was like, I want to see my kids. And she's like, they got me. No. Mm-hmm. No. Yep. No. So what did you want to say about but that? But going to that episode, that's like a black miserable woman wants you to be black and miserable with her too. Yes. Because this man wants, this is different. He, he came because he wants to see his children. He mm-hmm. wants to be in his children's life. And that's the problem. So many single black women, they want to play mommy and daddy. You are not a man. You will never be a man unless you choose to be so. And <laughs> like you cannot play a father. You cannot teach a boy what it means to be a man. And that's what we need to stop. We need to stop feeling like we could be a mother and a father because biologically, you're only a mother. You cannot raise you cannot teach a man how to be a man. You can teach them how to be respectful to women, but you do not know what it takes to be a man in this world. I agree. A, and a black man at that. I, I wholeheartedly agree. And, um, you know, some some women will see it as a challenge or like, you know, my my kid's going to be successful without you or what it like. Children need to see a two person dynamic, whether it's um, a a, a same gender loving family or interracial family. They they need to see love and affection like if. If you're growing up and you see mom liking the tweets, bringing home a man every week or bringing home somebody different, like that does something to you psychologically. Mm-hmm. It does something to you. May not you, It may not do something in the beginning, but as you get older and then you start to realize what, um, what, what, what being sexual is and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, my mom had so many, like a, a revolving door, like that, that does something to you, mm-hmm. you know? And then you like like what are you going to be doing loving yourself in front of your kid like you're going to be lonely and miserable in front of your kid like yeah there's 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 plenty of men out there there's plenty of women out there who are scarred because their mom chose to you know do whatever and i'm not saying that dads are you know great you know because you know it's not universal it's common you know some dads don't want to be there for their child you know but that's how moms need to use discretion for choosing the father of their children mm-hmm. and like and vice versa. Men need to choose discretion when choosing the mother of their children. Yeah. And just want to bring it to my own personal life. You know, my father was in my life to some extent growing up and my mother never was like, oh, my mother never spoke bad on my father. Right. And there would be times she'd be like, oh, you could go see your father and there would be no backlash or you know no backlash or okay you want to spend time with your father instead of me this weekend or whatever but I know some people like oh why you want to see your father I'm here well what you need your father for yes. you know what I mean and it's like no I, I need to establish that relationship so I think it's just it is toxic because mothers do keep children away from their own father um mothers use that as oh you don't want to be with me so you can't see the kids Mm -hmm. or this is my kid Mm -hmm. i carry this kid and it's just and some of these women (laughs) the men really should be custody 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 whatever yeah they they should have sole custody mm -hmm. because some of these women are downright disgusting and respectfully if you could keep somebody away from their child and they literally want to be in their child's life you're a monster yeah you're a monster because there's so many men, like you said, that don't want to be in their child's life. So why would you keep the man who does? Why would you keep him away? I it, it just don't make sense. You're literally trying to give your child less of an experience because you think you can give it to them. 
Or, or maybe you don't want your child to have that experience because you didn't have that experience. Jealousy. And that goes back to black mothers being jealous of their children. And that's the number one thing I've noticed. That's the number one thing I've noticed. Why don't you want to come to your child's graduation? Jealousy. <laughs> Jealousy. Why are you trying to down your child if they want to be an artist or if they want to go to college or anything like that? Jealousy. Precious. You're a dummy. You ever mm-hmm. seen Precious? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I want to bring it back to like my scenario where my mom never bashed my dad. I, but this, this is the thing about this is, you know, when, when, um, B said she's not black, she's West Indian. I, I'm the one that was like, you're not, this is not, this has nothing <laughs> to do with you because there's just so many dynamics of being black in America, being born here and being ingrained here, generations here. And, you know, my parents are still married. My youngest brother is like 24. They've been separated longer than 20 years. Mm-hmm. And why are they still married? I don't know. Yeah. Why are they still married? I'm asking. <laughs> you trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So growing up, she never bashed us in front of him, but she always put us in scenarios where we would see him, quote unquote, see him. What do you mean? See him or who he quote unquote really was? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, like, if you, if you know your husband has problems with substances, drugs and alcohol and whatnot, mm-hmm. I'm not saying remove yourself, like, get up and uproot and move, mm-hmm. but I'm saying set boundaries. Like, I don't, she never really set clear boundaries for him. So when he would show up, she'd have all of us on her hip. Not literally, because we were... We, <laughs> There's a lot of y'all. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were spread apart. But we would, like, come, come home from church. Or we would come home from school. And, you know, we... And he would be there. And he'd be drunk. And she'd be like... I'm like, why are you open and hollering? Like, I've, I've had images where the police would come. And the police are like, are you going to get a restraint? Like, the, they would come here. And she would do nothing. About it, yeah. Nothing. There'd be no follow-through. So what was the point in calling the police to get him away if you're not going to set boundaries and, and at least let the courts say, you can't come here, you know? So that, like, I, I feel like that was her way of exposing without actually verbalizing. It was like, you a, know? it was a backhand way. Yeah. Definitely felt like it was like a backhand. And I'm like, the older I got, the more I realized mm-hmm. it's both of them. It's, it's not just the alcohol and the drugs or not drugs but like the weed you know it's both of you guys yeah i like i couldn't i like i like i can't believe it you know yeah one of the comments says something along the lines of um so you're gonna blame the parent that stayed or you're gonna you know put fault on the just because this is the parent that stayed does not mean they were the best parent Mm mm-hmm and I need people to understand, like, I'm done with that narrative. I'm done with that narrative. Just because, you know, uh, hypothetically, my mom abandoned us and we were left with my dad and he did the best he could, but he still had his problem. No, no, yeah. no. My, dad left, so mom was here and she did the best she could. But no, trauma is trauma. And a bad parent is a bad parent. Yes. <laughs> Period. Whether you stayed or left. And both parents are bad because you not make you not staying in your child's life is bad right but people are like well well at least he didn't mess you up as much as your mom who did stay but it's like no you walked away from your responsibility as a man or as a mother that's bad as much as you causing emotional physical trauma 
But uh, I, I, she said a lot of things that I have seen in the lives of my friends or, or like in general, and it's true. It's true. It is true, and and it's very common. It's, especially when mothers have daughters, I do notice there's like this jealousy of their daughter being more successful than them. But as a parent, isn't that what you want? You literally want your child to be more successful than you. Yeah. You want your child to have a better life than you did. But a lot of these black parents, they don't because they're just rooted in, I don't know, jealousy. They're rooted in they may aggression. Say, they, they may say they want their daughter to be better, but they, they, don't, don't. they don't feel it. They don't feel it. Because if, if you wanted it, you would have nurtured and grew her from the time up. Exactly. You know, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it's really touchy going there but it's not because mm -hmm. now it's, it's just normal you know you you got you like you'll literally bash your uh dad and there was a there was a video i don't know if i sent it to you but it, it was a little girl and and the then the boy the the man was fixing the bike and the mom had the had the camera so she was like, oh, daddy's fixing the bike. And she, the little girl's like, this is not my dad. My dad's in jail. I miss my dad. Mm. Four, five, maybe six years old, verbalizing, I miss my dad. You can't replace my dad. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and lots of black women, they try to do that. And I'm not saying that it's not all women, but this is the reference that I have as a black woman. This yeah. is the only frame of reference I can go from. I can't say white women replace their baby daddies when I'm not white and I have no knowledge of that. Right. This is what I see in my environment, in my family, in my friends, in my community. Black women will be so quick to replace their the, the their husband, ex-husband, baby daddy, ex-boyfriend with another man, with Jesus, with uh with the with government. A, with a government, with a woman, like they'll be so quick to replace them. And it it, it does something to the child. It does, it does do something to the child because a parent is irreplaceable. Yes. It's priceless. And for you to, for you to have another man or another woman and say, now this is your mother, this is your father, I didn't ask for this. Yes. Why are you pushing this on me? Um, and you have to, you could be an addition to a father figure in my life. You can be addition to a mother figure in my life. But, but you're, but you're not my mother. You will never be my mother. You're not my father. You will never be my father. And some people, they do take that on. Some people, they're like, oh, they don't, they don't acknowledge their biological father. They may take on their stepfather as their real father. I don't. Um, but respectfully, but it's like that, that's very few people because most people, like that girl said, you are not my father. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't force this boyfriend number 10 on me. And to the example that you just said, you, I, um, you know, you're a fan of Kate Hudson. Oh, yes. So, Kate Hudson, uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter. Goldie Hawn has been dating um, they dating some man. I, I forget his name. But, you know, they, they've been dating forever. The name will come to me. And, go, and Kate and Oliver Hudson are like Kurt Russell. They're like, this is my dad, Kurt Russell. Mm -hmm. Their stepdad, who never married their mom, but they've been committed for decades... They're like, this is the man that I acknowledge as my father. They don't even acknowledge their biological father. So mm -hmm. that's an example of like a white family dynamic where, you know, the the mm. the daughter and the son, the brother and the sister are like, we don't acknowledge our dad. Like we acknowledge Kurt Russell as, as our, our father. Fa as our mm -hmm. father. And like, 
whoever treats you as a parent, that who treats that's who treats you good, right? It doesn't have to be your biological father or mother. Some people do not know how to raise children. Some people should not have children. Some people oh do horrible God. things to their children. And you as a person just need to acknowledge, is this a parent figure I want in my life? And anyone could really be, not anyone could be your mother or father, but anyone could really take on that role yes. of trying to be that for you. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. And they're not, they're not replacing your parent, but they're taking on that additional role. Like it takes a village, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same concept. Yeah I, yeah, I feel like no one can replace your parent, but you can have maternal fit. I have plenty of dad figures out there mm -hmm. and maternal figures out there, but no one can replace my mom or my dad. Whether it's a know? good relationship or bad. Yes, whether yes. it's a good relationship or bad. And then, you know, one of the things that stuck out to me in the, in the tweets was um, mm -hmm. where she said, you know, something like, your mama having a new man playing daddy every week, partying every weekend. That's true because my brothers were, they weren't teenage parents, but they were young. They were in their 20s when they had children. And they would drop the kids off, go party, drop the kids off, never come back for the kid. <laughs> really? Never come back for the kid. Oh, boy. Yo, my oldest nephew, he would literally stare out the window and be like, Where's mm. my parents? Did something happen to them? Mm. Are they hurt? No, they're just being selfish. They're just being, they're, they're just partying. And then you have the dynamic where the relationship kind of ends and they break up or whatever. And she took the two kids and moved all the way to Georgia. So that relationship was always strained at that point. Like right. my, my nephews are grown men. Um, I think this one's finally turning 21, but I have my oldest, ne my oldest nephew's like 24 mm -hmm. and his brother's finally turning 21 this year. And, you know, our dynamic has always been strained and it showed in how they treated their father. Mm -hmm. You know, my, like, uh, my brother one time, I think my nephew was graduating from high school and he was like, so do you want me to come up to your graduation? And he, and my nephew was kind of rude about it. Like implying like you weren't there for me. What? No one told your mother to take you away from all, him. Hours away, and knowing I can't get there. Yeah. I, I can't drive. I don't have the work to get there. You know. All of this was a tactic to show. Yes. See, this man doesn't want to be in yes. your life. This yes. man doesn't care because if he really cared, he'd get his license. And if he really cared, he'll learn how to drive, and then he'll come up here to you. All of it is a tactic to see to show. See, I am the savior. I am the parent who's saving yes. you from this destructive parent. No, you're I'm manipulating your child. Yes. Yes. You're manip I know that because I see that firsthand. And then another scenario, my ex-boyfriend, he was talking about how his older brother had to literally stalk the mother of his first child. Stalk? Stalk. She moved from New York to North Carolina to Georgia. Like, he, every, every state she went to, he went to. <laughs> to see his child? Yes. And then finally, he had to just give it up. And then he settled down in, in uh, Georgia, and she settled in North Carolina. Um, it's not even that far from each other. It's, mm -hmm. it's still some hours, but it's not, it's not like New York. To California and, or something. Yeah, it's yeah. not like that. So, you know, he went off and, and started a whole new family. And that affected the nephew, my, my ex-boyfriend's nephew, that affected him. Because he's like, my dad went off and started a new family. But he's not, he's not old enough. He wasn't old enough to comprehend that my dad is literally stalking my mom. Yes. Because he loves me that much. You said a good point. Because I see that playing out, you know, in my life, you know, 
with my brother, he wants he doesn't want to start a new family. And I know he doesn't want to start a new family because of what's going on with this what this girl who won't let him see his child. And it's like literally what people want to be fathers, right? Some people want to be fathers. So if you are really literally keeping my child from me, my next step is to, you know, try to have my own family. But will yes. that what will that do to the child that I already have that yes. I do not see? Yes. So it's literally a slippery slope because you want to be a father and you're trying to be in this child's life. That goes for anyone, not just my situation or your situation. You want to be in this child's life. But damn, this person, you win. There's only so much you oh, can take. You win. There's only so much you can take. If you have years fighting to get your child back, years of stalking from state to state. This person is doing everything in their power to make you seem bad. Damn, I'm going to settle down and, and be a father to someone else. Yeah. And maybe when that child is old enough, they will come to me or try to look for me or I or they'll have common sense now to know that I was trying to be in their life. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like that's the main point of the tweet. Like, you got all this smoke from me. Where were you for 20 years? Listen... I don't want to talk about the past, but if you want to go there, we can go there. Sit down and ask and, your parents. Yes. Let's let's have a whole conference of what happened. Let's talk about how you moved from New York to Georgia or you moved from New York to North Carolina. And, you know, you did all these things and you had this restraining order and you had this other man and you did all these things. And, you know, sometimes it's just it's, it's best to just sit back and watch everything unfold. Because sometimes you can just yes. make the situation worse. I'm not trying yes. to pour gasoline on nothing <laughs> with my nieces and nephews. I'm not doing that. But you literally have all this smoke, all this animosity, all this resentment towards basically an imaginary person. <laughs> because the image that, that has been presented to it's you real. through your mom may not be real. Mm-hmm. They, th- this man may be a stand-up man who didn't want you. Mm-hmm. and th- 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 The mom. Didn't want you, and you got mad, and you took it out on him. Mm-hmm. And, and you thought you thought a baby was gonna save this relationship, no. when it really wasn't. No, but I I agree. Like this goes for anyone, even now as adults. If your father or your mother is not in your life, go and see why, because yeah. the story could be so one sided. So many people, so many people manipulate their children to thinking their father or their mother doesn't want to be in their life and they do or that they haven't tried. And I'll never blame anyone for, not to say giving up, but as a human, there is literally only so much you can take to the point that you're just like, I can't win. Yeah. I cannot continue to put myself in this emotional state fighting for a child that I may never get. Unless I want to go through the courts and that's money. That's time. But your child is worth the money and your child is worth the time. I understand that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to come for the backlash. I know people would say you got to track the person down and you got to subpoena. You got to serve them and you they have to show up in the court. And it's 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 a lot. Reminds Mm -hmm. me of um, Liar Liar, that Jim Carrey movie where the dad and the mom were going through a custody battle and Jim Carrey was, um, I think, representing the crappy mom. Mm -hmm. And at the end, Jim Carrey's character, he had this whole come to Jesus moment because, you know, he couldn't lie. And And the mom was crappy. And judge ordered custody to go to the to the mom. And the kids were like, daddy, daddy. And she's like literally ripping them away from their child. And then you also have, and that was a white family, you also have Daddy's Little Girls, oh, Tyler, Tyler Perry, Perry, where, you know, um, this black woman was a horrible mom, you know, to her three daughters. 
And, you know, Idris Alba's character, he was fighting for his daughters. You know, she 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 wouldn't let them be seen. You know, they 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 would always be, always be fighting. They'd be in the courts and everything like that. So you know, I like I don't want to paint the narrative that moms are crappy, but moms, especially like women, even before we become moms, we have so much trauma. Mm-hmm. Men before they become fathers, they have so much trauma, and you need to get rid of those traumas before you start a new life. Mm-hmm. Literally, before you start having children. Yeah. Oh, literally, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Start a new life, meaning get married, have a boyfriend, a companion, whatever, and start a new life, creating new life. Like you need to get rid of all those traumas or at least try to work through them and get tools to cope but you're 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 speak you're preaching to the choir you're preaching to people who don't want to listen you're preaching to people like get rid of your trauma these people will never acknowledge their trauma yeah, they don't think anything's wrong with them because they this is don't. what they've seen yes and they don't so think they anything's wrong. wrong they don't think anything's wrong they pass this on to their children then their children pass this on to them it's just like people who um they beat their children right senseless yeah because they were beat senseless and they don't acknowledge and stop and say hey i might want to raise my child differently from how i was raised or hey this is not working or hey i don't feel good when i beat my child senseless can i stop you like this this whole thing i don't know if i told you this i don't know if i brought this up on the pod this it this gets under my skin like looking beating your child yeah looking back at it, it gets under my skin because there's two scenarios yeah to be well beating the child goes back to slavery whipping the child beating the child mm. trying to get them to be disciplined trying to get them to listen because that's why white children are way more vocal or expressive or communicative and black children are sullen and coping with other mechanisms or whatever mm-hmm. they felt like they could never communicate because their voice was always stifled they were always beat that's one of the um things about beating your child the second thing is i look like you if you're beating me you don't love yourself what like, that's how you think that's how i feel and then mm. it goes, oh my God, you look just like your daddy. Beat, beat, beat. Like, and that's why they get the beaten. visual. Yep. It's the visual. Yep. Like, if, if, if I had a child and, and my mom was telling me, all you did was write on the walls and all you did was sing and you did all these things going, and my child does the same thing, I, I'm going to beat them. Because like, you're a little me. Why would I do that? It's a disconnect. Yeah. It's a disconnect. And, and that, like, that just really gets it really gets under my skin it really gets under my skin like i don't know how you can have children with a man not a child but like multiple children children and they all look the same because they all have the same mom and dad Mm -hmm. and you treat them away because of their dad or because of like that's just weird to me And, and it's whack it's so whack yeah but i've i've seen that and i've seen speaking of abuse and you know hitting your child i've seen grown women still hit their grown women daughter like how are you (laughs) this is not even funny but how are you like 29 or 30 and your mom is 60 beating you that'll make sense to me that doesn't make sense that is a disconnect but it's also like it's just like you said oh people should be reflective and and don't don't start things until you heal your trauma these are not women or these are not men who know how to heal their trauma yeah they don't they don't know where to start they don't they don't think they have trauma like you said so it's like we're almost expecting people to do the impossible we're expecting people to be introspective and they don't even know what that means they don't know what it means to look into yourself and say Damn, I was a bad mom. What can I do better? Damn, I w- I'm a bad father. What can I do better? But then you also have the double-edged sword where some people come from horrible families and they themselves say they're introspective and I'm not, I'm not going to be nothing like my father. And then they do become nothing like their father. But that, that dynamic 
that I personally, what, what I believe is that comes from experience. Yes. Let's say uh, a ball player, because there's always a ball player that has a broken family or, you know, their mom raised them, single mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a talent and, you know, somebody just happens to take you on and nurture you and grow you or whatever, that's a different experience. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go to college, that's a different experience. If you have a white family, that's a different experience. Anything that's going to get you to think outside of your environment of what you thought. Yes. That's going to get your wheels turning. That's going to get you thinking. So if you are 25, 30, 35 years old, never left anywhere, any, never been anywhere. You've always been, you always been in Brownsville. <laughs> never left yeah. anywhere. You've always been in um, whatever, um, Fordham Road or like whatever area. If you've always been in the meatpacking district or what, like whatever, you've always been there. You've never experienced anything else. You're not changing. Mm-hmm. If... I was in Brownsville and I never went to Europe or I never went to college or I never had any white friends or I never did anything else. I would have a different way of thinking. Like I have a different way of thinking because I've experienced other things. And that's about the comfort level too. Like Mm -hmm. some people don't want to go outside their comfort zone because it's a challenge. And some people are scared of what's going to be on the other side of themselves, Mm -hmm. you know? So... I, I completely understand, like, you could be 30 years old still getting your, your getting beat up and still fist fighting with your mom. Like, leave that environment. And it, it, it's, it's not move out of that environment. It's like, go see something else. Go to a movie. Go to an art show. Go, yeah. go do something else. Go do something. Like, some people are just comfortable in their own misery. And they want others to follow suit and be miserable with them. You said it exactly well. And, like, another thing I've noticed that, you know, black mothers do or people in general it's like their child turns 18 and they kick them out and your child is not ready to be an adult at 18 unless they're in college and they have to commute or whatever you can move them out right but they try to kick them out or they try to make their child pay rent um, oh my or God. No. any little no, paycheck you get, any little paycheck you get, give me your paycheck time out, time out, time out, time out, time out another thing that gets under my skin you were trying to teach me how to manage money. You can't manage shit. Yep. I'm, 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 excuse my language. You can't manage anything. 100%. You wanting rent from me, you wanting things from me tells me you're broke and you want money. Yeah. That's what that tells me because you're not investing that. You're not telling me how to, to get the interest. You're not doing, you're not, you're just, give me $500 a month. Give me $1,000 a month. What are you doing with that? You're 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 buying things and you're lottery tickets, lo- like scratch offs and yep. other like you telling me that I need to pay you or I need to get some type of responsibility over. That's a whole lie. Yeah, that that tells me you're broke. It tells me you're broke. <laughs> but I don't see any return on the investment. If if I'm giving you a th- if I'm giving you five hundred dollars a month towards rent, utilities, my 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 room, whatever, five hundred. Uh, for 12 months, that's, um, about few, few thousand, maybe five, six thousand dollars is, is I, I'm bad at math, but <laughs> yeah. by the end of the year, I should have a return on that investment. What are we doing with that money? But, but that you just said it, it proves to me that you don't have money, but it's like, how are you as a grown adult expecting your child to pay rent? And I get it. I get 
I get the concept of you want to teach your child to be responsible, manage their money, but that's not what you're doing it. You're not doing it to teach your child to be responsible and manage money and this is how it's going to be in the real world. Why are we... Okay, prepare your child for the real world, but damn, you're preparing them for the extra hard level. You know what I mean? I I feel like it's a manipulative tactic to get your kid to take care of you, psychologically. Like, like that's where it starts. Yes. Pay, Pay this money or whatever. Next thing it's... You know, oh, you got a car, take me to my doctor visits. Next thing you yes. know, like, I like, I don't want to go really deep into my family's history, but my mom for years was saying, we all should get a house. Like many Caribbean families, like many other ethnic, ethnic families do, they all get a house. Mm-hmm. Everybody has like a floor or a room or a level or a section or whatever, and they're all contributing to the house. Me and my brothers were like, that's not that's not realistic because we already know how she gets down Mm -hmm. like if you wanted to get a house you would have got a house yeah it's not hard to get a house yeah if you it's like i understand the whole redlining and all that you know the segregation and the housing you know the 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 mortgage loans and things like that i understand things happen however you can go to a state or you can go to a county where you know it's a little lenient and you can get a house. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't feel like it's hard to get a house. I feel like you're saying, give me this money, give me this money because you don't have money and you expect me to take care of you when yeah. I can barely take care of myself. myself. I'm still a child. So I, I, there's just so much toxicity, toxicity that I see black mothers do. Um, and I just think we need to do better um, especially black people in general, again, not other West Indies or whatever, but black people in general, they just have to do better in what it means to be a parent yeah. and like, just check your trauma and like, like you said, check your trauma, do better, um, stop being manipulative of your children, have the father be in their life if that's what they choose to do. So stop making everybody play daddy. It's just, <laughs> it's just too much. And then on top of that, making everybody play daddy bringing unknown men around your children and that's when things happen how many times have it been a mother boyfriend who did stuff to these kids yes so it's like uh, what just say you don't care about your kids damn (laughs) just say that just say you don't care about your kids and you don't know how to be a parent yeah and then hand them off to somebody who does hand them off to your sibling who does know how to be a parent for a while until you get it together there should be no reason there should be no reason you're out partying every day and your kid is at home I get it. Kids are stressful. Okay. I have a niece. <laughs> they're stressful and you need a break from them no matter how much you love them. But every week, and they're don't cooking, be a parent. Close your legs. They're the cooking and the cleaning. They're surviving. They're taking care of their little siblings. I, and I was talking about that the other day. We have children who are 10 years old. And I see it because I'm a teacher. You have children who are 10 years old cooking breakfast, bringing their children, their children, their sibling to school, yeah. getting their sibling ready, coming home, do it, helping their sibling with their homework, cooking dinner. Where the hell are these parents? I'm 10 years old. I did not sign up to be a yes. mother or a father. Yes. Stop having your children raise your children. And a lot of y'all can know or speak on it because you're older siblings. I'm the youngest, so I can't speak on raising anybody, but it's happened. Why? I'm 10 years old. How do I know how to make meatloaf? <laughs> like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Moral of the story is this girl, she needs the, 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 the Tweety girl, she needs to do some healing. If she did not already, maybe this was her big epiphany. Maybe she was in therapy and she caught this epiphany and was like, yo, like black moms really be dogging their kids out and y'all got all this heat for the, for the black man who was never there for 
reasons. There's, there's, there's never a reason where your dad was like, I just didn't want to be there. No, there is. Be- that's that's like few and far, far between. in between. Yes, because you know my my dad, maybe maybe he wanted shelter. I don't know, mm-hmm. but he would be knocking on the door for hours growing up, and I'd be like, why? I'd just be thinking, why can't she just open the door? It's her mm-hmm. husband. It's our father. Why can't she open the door? But mm-hmm. it's like again, you're not setting boundaries. Even till this day, she doesn't set boundaries. Like, yeah. But moral of the story: I hope this girl gets some healing. Yeah. And I hope that she, you know, comes to terms with the dynamics of her family and her personal life. Yes.